entertainment, sports, culture. This is Raleigh Co. Radio, podcast presented by Raleigh and Company. I was toting my pack along the dusty Winnemucca Road When along came a semi with a high-end canvas-covered load If you're going to Winnemucca Mac with me, you can ride And so I climbed into the cab and then I settled down inside He asked me if I'd seen a road with so much dust and sand And I said, listen I've traveled every road in this here land. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Crossed Welcome to uh, another edition of Spooning with Dimitri. I am the aforementioned Dimitri, and my guest this week, Lionel Vatinet, uh, one of the one of the real uh, pleasures uh, to have in the Triangle culinary scene. He is the brains behind La Farm Bakery. He is the owner. He is the uh, head uh, chef, baker. I guess baker, right? Anyway, uh, it was it was great to sit down with uh, Lionel in his office behind uh, the kitchen there at La Farm. Not only because the place smells terrific, but because we had a a great conversation. Excuse me about food and world travel and family and and all kinds of stuff. As you'll hear uh, when this episode starts, Lionel is uh, from France and has a very thick uh, French accent. So this might be an episode that some of you are going to be uh, pressing pause and rewinding on a lot. I know that's something that uh, after we were when we talked after the microphone went off, uh, Lionel was a little uh, self conscious of. I had no trouble understanding him, but uh, but he says a lot of people do. So uh, I, I guess. Uh, I guess be prepared for that. The song I picked uh, this week is Johnny Cash, I've Been Everywhere, and that is because uh, you'll hear Lionel talk about uh, when he got started as a baker, it was part of a uh, traveling guild in France. So he has been, maybe not everywhere, but uh, he's been to a a whole lot of places. So sit back and enjoy uh, this week's episode of Spooning with Dimitri. Chicago, Fargo, Minnesota, Buffalo, Toronto, Winslow, Sarasota, Wichita, Tulsa, Ottawa, Oklahoma, Tampa, Panama, Madawa, La Paloma, Bangor, Baltimore, Salvador, Amarillo, Tocopilla, Barranquilla, and Padilla. I'm a killer. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bare man. I breathe the mountain air, man. Travel I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. I've been to Boston, Charleston. So what brought you to the U.S. initially? Initially, a marvelous market in uh, Washington, D.C. Uh-huh. through uh, Mark Furstenberg. I was uh, in England at this point of time, and uh, he was looking for somebody to help him, you know, to uh, do more bread than stay to sell out at 10 in the morning. So... <laughs> He brought me over there, you know, for uh, to help, you know, his production, you know, to, to uh-huh. develop and to be uh, efficient and uh, consistent, you know, day mm. in day out. Given the, um, I guess, emphasis and 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 uh, respect that bakers get in France, was is that sort of the the reason that motivated you to leave, and that there are your skill is a lot more scarce around the world and you had a lot more opportunities to if you left France? If I belong to a guild where, right. where we travel ah. and, uh, so travel was always and still part of my journey mm-hmm. and um, it was uh, in England you know for me was not well, it suit me the best mm-hmm. and uh, through the guild you know uh, it was his ad you know looking for you know to help this gentleman in DC and uh, 
I answered it and I said, okay, look, uh, check, we need to check out. You know, what does that mean? Uh, he was, uh, I was in the Caribbean prior that, you know, and prior than that. And so I, I really, uh, it was just one stop, you know, for me, you know, sure. uh, if he's at this point of time, you know, if he was China or if he was Australia <laughs> or somewhere else, you know, I probably took it, you know, and uh, right. I love, you know, so much the ride. I've been here, you know, now for over 20 years, you mm -hmm. know, uh, so uh, he evolved this way, you know, yeah. and, uh, and he was so much thing to do. And uh, he was, uh, sounds like there is a beginning of uh, this great uh, era of a uh, good bread coming to the United States. Mm -hmm. So uh, he was a right we were on the right waves. For sure. Yeah. So, all right. So, before we get to that, I do want to ask because of all your travel with the guild, is there anywhere left that you want to go that you have not been, whether in a personal or professional capacity? Yeah, the world is big. You know, <laughs> small, in, small in the same time. Um, I definitely, you know, uh, didn't explore. Uh, I explored quite a bit, you know, from North to South America. Mm -hmm. So, uh, this is, uh, and still some country I had never been, but. Um, what you know, Asia only did you know uh, uh, Thailand and uh, Indonesia and mm -hmm. uh, this kind of place. So uh, never been to China or India. Mm -hmm. So it's a vast country. Yeah. Where is a, so uh, personally, you know, definitely would like to uh, to check them out. You know, and uh, professionally, it's definitely some uh, something to do. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. And with your work as uh, a consultant for some brands, and then also with the cookbook. Uh, I would imagine that opened up a whole different side of travel for you, or at least a whole in new set of opportunities. Definitely, you know, yeah. this is a uh, is endless. You know, uh, now go now we wait. You know, for the phone to ring. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's got to be a uh, it's got to be a weird part of time after the cookbook comes out. You know, you're you're working so hard. This is you know what every bit of your spare time is going to for so long, and now it's. All right, just let us know when. And uh, the approach of the book also was really, uh, is really for home bakers. Mm -hmm. So this opened another definitely world, you know. Uh, I did this professionally uh, and still do, but uh, not as uh, because of the bakery and we've been here for 16 years. So right. the focus professionally is here, but, you know, I do uh, one or two gigs a year professionally and the rest is to continue to educate, you know, our... Uh, home bakers, you know, mm -hmm. it was a need and the people have, uh, are so excited, you know, to, to be able to make bread at home. Yeah. Well, talk to me a little bit about writing that cookbook. Uh, it's called A Passion for Bread. Came out in November, right? In November, too. Yep. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about that um, that experience because it's not just like a list of recipes. I mean, you're, you're talking a little bit about your technique and you talk a little bit about your own personal history in the book, too. So, so tell me kind of how that all came together for you. So all that come together was, for me, the whole idea was not to just write another book and right. to get the fame and to have, you know, us on the shelf somewhere. Yeah, I mean, at this uh, point now, if you just want the recipe, you can go to the internet. Exactly. Oh, yes, it's so uh, predominant. So it was more to, uh, I've always been very visual for people, you know, if they, when I give a class here at La Farm or anywhere else, is uh, very hands-on, you know, mm -hmm. um, oriented it. So for me, a book should need to be uh, a lot of picture, you know, need to right. add, you know, so people can not just see a, a beautiful uh, bread or uh, uh, end product and never able to do it. So mm -hmm. this uh, can be some, my frustration with some, a lot of books. And uh, so when we've been contracted by uh, Little Brown, they say we want 60 recipe and you can put 80 picture. So it was sounds like a lot to my <laughs> mind, you know, when we say they contract us and say, okay, great, you know, uh, we can, we are going to see what's happening. Right. And 
after we finish, you know, uh, the first or second recipe, mm-hmm. I call um, the editor, you know, uh, and uh, I say, you know, Michael, we need 700 pictures. Wow. So it was a blank, you know, on the other side of the of the phone, and uh, Michael said very gracefully, say, send me, you know, those first or two recipe, and we can talk. Right. And uh, he followed her, uh, her vision, you know, and uh, we end up with over 450 pictures. So this mm-hmm. is almost unheard of, you know, because, you know, in publication, pictures are probably the most cost, you know, they can put, you know. And, right. Uh, and uh, it's been incredible, you know, this way. Yeah. So did you approach, were, did you come up with the idea for the book and start shopping it? Or did Little Brown come to you uh, and say, we, you know, we, if you'd we, like we, to? we did, you know, uh, yeah. we have, you know, uh, this wonderful uh, PR agent, you know, uh, mm-hmm. Jennifer Mabel Kelly, and uh, uh, been working for over 10 years in New York and knowing uh, the people, you know, uh, right. around this subject. And uh, she approached them, you know, and I said, look, you know, uh, I have this uh, unknown person, you know, who <laughs> can, you know, put something together. And uh, is how, you know, uh, they build us, you know, uh, to to get, you know, the, this gig. Mm-hmm. And so now, I mean, certainly you have grown from that unknown person and nominated for the Beard Award for Best so, Baker. So this was an uh, incredible surprise, you know. And, yeah. Uh, uh, just for them, you know, to mention, you know, they are going to create a category for right. bakers was uh, incredible. You know, uh, finally, they, uh, well, we've been patient with the fermentation and uh, with the essence of baking. So mm-hmm. this came out... Uh, Almost without of nowhere, and uh, to have this recognition for the for the bakers is incredible. Yeah, well, I mean, congratulations to you for you receiving. A, you know, even even just the first part it, is amazing, it, right? Exactly, it's completely yeah. amazing. Yeah. So uh, from from here, and well, hang on, before I move on, let's jump back to the book for just a second because your hours here already are. Su- I mean, like they're crazy to the average person. The person with a nine to five job Indeed. could not comprehend because you're in what three o'clock in the morning every morning. No, our, uh, our day starts, you know, around midnight. Around midnight, you know? wow. So, uh, it's what we say, you know, when uh, when you're sleeping, we're baking. You know, it's <laughs> right. why, you know, it's an, uh, an everyday commodity, you know, it's fresh, it's no chemical, no preservative. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we want to uh, make sure people understand that. And it's to re-educate also the palate and uh, the what bread is about. You know, what, right. you know, uh, uh, you don't buy your bread for the next few weeks or a month. You know, you need to thinking bread of a everyday thing so it's why you know we start also so early and uh, how we came you know for uh, for us you know we we've been here for 16 years right and we and we build the team and we are all about teaching so uh, so it's been taking time and now we have some incredible bakers you know mm-hmm. uh, and so this was helping me to come out you know of the day-to-day production and uh, to focus you know definitely on the book and uh, to develop uh, uh, more uh, class, you know, for home bakers mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. So uh, they put me at ease this way, you know. Yeah. Uh, I was there only for troubleshooting or for R&D or when a big holidays come, you know, need to uh, to be there to give them a hand. But uh, most of the day, m- most of the rest of the time, you know, they, on, they do a fantastic job. You know? Yeah. And uh, like you mentioned, you've been here for 16 years with La Farm Bakery. How long did it get, how long did it take you to get to the point where you felt like, okay, we have good bakers on staff? Uh, I don't have to be the one here for, you know, started at midnight each and every night. Or are you still the guy here at midnight every night? No, I don't, you know. Uh, so, uh, how long? Uh, I don't know. Uh, to give you a, a time, you know, frame, you know, but uh, now it's been, you know, uh, 
a good four or five years where you know uh, we have this uh, fantastic you know uh, team you know where you know uh, they can let me do that. Mm-hmm. So uh, I want to say you know I I can you know uh, be more focused on what you know I really love you know to to do is to uh, to do this kind of work you know with uh, with homebackers and uh, or to teach you know and to kind of do some consulting and to help people to to develop a recipe or. Uh, troubleshooting what they have and to make them better as what they do. Yeah. So you joined your guild when you were still a teenager, right? Correct. Yes, I was uh, 17. Yes. So how how long had you been baking at that point? Or is this a like sort of apprenticeship? This was you learning your trade? Is nobody in my family who were bakers. So mm-hmm. I really start when I when I joined, you know, the, the, oh, really? the guild, you know. So uh, it was, uh, you know, in France, you know, you go to school until you're 16 years old, mm-hmm. you know, by law. And uh, after that, uh, you need to decide, you know, if you're going to go to a trade or if you're going to take the uh, university or a school, you know, system. So they give me a choice, you know, to go to uh, to continue, you know, the schooling system. But uh, my mom was very smart and uh, said, okay, we give you one more year, one more chance to <laughs> prove yourself. She knows for me school was more, you know, uh, a playground. You right. Know, and, uh, <laughs> So during this time, this last year, she, uh, they were also uh, owning a, a bar, taba library. Okay. So they have a lot of artisans mm-hmm. coming to to their shop, and so they ask them, you know, do you want to take my son for a day, for a weekend, to see if something stick to him? Mm-hmm. So I try plumbing, I try electric electricity, uh, mechanic, and and nothing really I like. Mm-hmm. And one day, you know, she said, look, you are going to uh, go to her. Uh, a bakery, you know, in town, and uh, he tries this out, mm-hmm. and uh, I loved it. Yeah. So this was a very magical for me, and you know, uh, in the same topic, it was also this guild was offering to travel and uh, uh, to uh, teach you, you know, with some prestige, you know, to it. Right. You know, if you uh, if you can stay with it, you know, and uh, so. Give it a call, you know, uh, did the process to get in and uh, been accepted. And after that, you know, was his story, you know, and uh, never turned back, you know, left, you know. Uh, you let your own family to enter these new families over there. And uh, it was this for seven years and it was incredible. Yeah. Can you can you tell me a little bit about the process of joining the guild? Do you have to bake for them or is it more about demonstrating that you know baseline techniques what what is it they're looking for in a new member not at all because when i when i joined i didn't have any you mm-hmm. know uh, baking behind me so i was starting as an apprentice yeah and uh, so where they what they're looking for is your uh, aptitude to live in a community to right. uh, uh, to uh, see you know if you are not uh, so uh, they want to uh, know that you're not an asshole <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's a word, you know, but they want to make sure, you know, you fit in their culture, you right. know, uh, so it's few tests, is to see what, uh, uh, are you, uh, can you wake up so early, you know, something right. you never did before, or, you know, uh, can you uh, be, uh, when after even so many hours, you know, of work, you know, can you continue to do uh, some duty to... Uh, so they want to know then that that uh, you're past the idea of school being a playground for you, as you it's, said. It's correct, yes, yeah. definitely, you know, and... Uh, and so uh, this is was for three days, mm-hmm. you know, and then after that, you know, you wait to have, you know, to be sent somewhere and to see, you know, uh, if you, if somewhere is a, if is a room, you know, for you to start, you know, and uh, so I wait, you know, a couple of months, you know, and uh, one day I receive a phone call, say, okay, look, you need to join, you know, to go in tour, and uh, is where I went, you know, as the first city, you know, to, uh, and uh, 
one thing you know when you are in the guild you know is you don't sign anything you are is no, not you know your is a moral engagement right so you until you follow the rules you know you're in a good shape you know to uh, to go all the way and uh, so you when you have you know uh, an android kids who start you know the program as a uh, 20 to 25 different trade uh, you have you know five to ten who finish it up so wow. it's a really an a uh, um, selection you know natural selection you know mm -hmm. you dropped you know you've been take out you know for many many reasons but you know uh, if you believe you know you go and uh, they you have people who are dedicated to come on their own time you know so one of the basic is the oldest teach to the youngest mm. so uh, it's been an incredible journey yeah so from that first moment that you go to uh apprentice with a baker that, that your mother had set up for you um or not apprentice i guess spend that that weekend with the baker um like that was a that was the there's no turning back moment for you yeah exactly this was you know the smell it was some you know i Years back, this question was asked to me: What what make you you know? Uh, it was, it's difficult to answer you know in the in the topic of you know what what was that you know it was uh, uh, the yeast you know probably was the fermentation was mm -hmm. you know uh, this all you know you are in a uh, in the middle of the night you know and uh, you are uh, 16 17 years old you know your friend are out you know uh, playing yeah. and you you are there you know and uh, uh, so you make this commitment you know unconsciously but you know in the same time is uh, is been you know. Uh, even now, it's incredible. You know, mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's okay to wake up early, you know, and, <laughs> right. uh, and to to come and to. Uh, one of the happiest, you know, is when you put me in front of the oven, you know, or, uh, or mixing, and you know, and to see the whole process develop, and uh, this is incredible. Quoi. Yeah, and uh, you know, when you said when you were explaining sort of the French education system, I, I get this sort of made me wonder if this the right question or not. But do you feel like having started in this at seventeen, was there any part of a normal you know, adolescence and normal teenage years that you missed out on or, or, or a lot of your friends going through the same kind of stuff in different trades at that point? For the guild, you know, is a very a mini, a small percentage of people. You can mm -hmm. have, go more traditional, you stay at home, but you go to school right. in your surrounding, but it's also you in a, it's a three weeks at the bakery and one week at school. So now where, you know, uh, with the guild, what was interesting, you, you travel, meaning you go, you are right. out, you know, of your uh, parents, you know, uh, household, and you enter this new, uh, this new family, and uh, uh, so this is was challenging. So now, what that do? Uh, six months to a year later, you go back, you know, to uh, for vacation, mm -hmm. you know, uh, and to visit, you know, now your your friend you left behind, and uh, and is you can feel the change. They right. didn't change. You change, right. you know, and uh, so this was, you know, uh, uh, or you let them, you remember how you left them, but mm -hmm. you, you know, yourself, you evolve, you, it's something you've been changed, you know, in yourself, and uh, and I did like that, you right. know, uh, you keep some relationship for sure, and, uh, and many others disappear, but, you know, you recreate also the, uh, how this mentality, how you people, you know, uh, make you evolve, you know, uh, is completely different, and it's incredible. Mm -hmm. So when you're traveling uh, as a as a as a teenager as part of the guild, are you going to a lot of uh, country bakeries? Are you spending a lot of time in big cities, or is it one of these things where you find out what you're doing? No, when you they, get the assignment? it's pretty uh, very good structures. Mm -hmm. So they they send you, you know, we as a baker, pastry people, we change city once a year. 
Mm -hmm. So this is how uh, it works, you know. And uh, so you go to a new city, can be small, can be big, you know. And uh, as you go also uh, with uh, time, you know, and experience, you can choose your city because you know right. people, you know, uh, surrounding you mm -hmm. are already. Uh, Uh, did this so you talk to them and uh, you heard you know if you go to Lyon or if you go to uh, to Paris or if you go to some city you know are incredible professionally or what you can see what you can do and so uh, make you say oh look I want maybe to follow those I want to right. be there you know and uh, but you how it works you have a wish list you know of three cities uh -huh. and uh, you have a comedy and uh, in the in our society they decide okay right so they balance also the team okay because We talk among each other, and uh, we know we are, you know, weaker or we are, you know, uh, stronger, and where we want to see the progression, you know, of these young bakers, you know, where they should be. You know, so wow. So in the beginning, I know you said that you did all through North and South America. You did uh, a little bit in Asia. I imagine you've been all over Europe at this point. Uh, not really, no? you know. Uh, I've been traveling a lot, you know, for pleasure. Mm -hmm. I was young as I was, you know. Every time, you know, you know, us French people, you know, we have, you know, uh, five to eight weeks of vacation. Right. So uh, this was spent definitely in a in a foreign uh, country with some uh, dear friend of mine, and uh, so uh, it was uh, to understand the culture, but also also to see what was happening, you know, bread wise, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, with several specialty later on, you know. Uh, When you do uh, several of show, people contact you, and now he's he's more professional because they send you, you know, to uh, a lot of opportunity came when in this country, you know, uh, people uh, need to have something done in Peru or something done in Mexico, and uh, so uh, live in uh, in Vancouver, you know, uh, Canada, and uh, or Montreal. So this was few days, few weeks at a time, but right. my base was here in North America. Yeah. Um, it's got to be weird now to, for you to watch when younger people come into the kitchen, when they first are employed by La Farm Bakery. I mean, growing up in France, you have so much opportunity to experience so many different cultures just by virtue of what's close. Uh, and the U.S. is so big. I mean, it's it's very likely that you're dealing with kids that have never been outside the South, let alone the country. Yeah, and uh, so we share, you know, uh, or I share, you know, what I've been doing. Mm -hmm. And we encourage them, you know, to, of course, to understand what's happening here, not for one week, when for six months, you know, we encourage people to, to stay as long as they can, you know, so they, they get a great basic. And after mm -hmm. that, you know, we want them to, to explore, you know, uh, to do uh, also uh, to, to find, you know, a, a different way we... We do our way, you know, but in some other way, you know, it's going to be uh, as good, even better. And uh, so uh, is how you build, you know, your knowledge, how you build your characters, you know, how you, uh, what I like in the United States is uh, uh, your, uh, your path goes with so many different cultures. Right. You are going to learn a different language, you know, if you want to communicate better. Mm -hmm. Something, you know, in, in France was not, you know, uh, so predominant, you know, right. was uh, French, 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 you know, here, you know, we... We already come, you know, definitely English, you know, Spanish, you know, uh, uh, we have, you know, uh, so many different cultures, you know, you can, uh, you can share, you know, those language barriers, you know, you can have, but uh, you need to reach at them, you know, to be able to communicate. Right. And, um, so this is, uh, but you have, all of them, they have one passion, is food mm -hmm. and what they want to do. So and that's, that's sort of what I was going to point out about, you know, when you're talking about the, the, um, melding of cultures here in the United States, you really see that in our cuisine, right? Indeed. I mean, you know, we're at the point yeah. now where spaghetti and tacos is as American as, you know, hot dogs and, and steak. He's a, 
it is incredible. You know, mm -hmm. uh, in the United States, you know, the diversity and uh, uh, all those bridges can be rich, you know, to, to understand, you know, from a flavor profile is a, is a, is a joy, you know, it's definitely yeah. great. So, and so what was that like? I mean, you said French, French, French growing up. Is, is it like in your lifetime that you start to see uh, Asian influences and other European influences start to come into, or I guess be available? In France, or or is it or is it always sort of there? You just really had to look for it. Um, I did have some parents who were open-minded enough, but we uh, here what we do we eat a lot out right. in this country. Something you know in France, people you know at least in our family, my mom cook, my dad right. cook, you know. So uh, time to time we went out, you know, was for an uh, uh, an occasion, you mm -hmm. know. But uh, so. He was not, you know, uh, didn't have as much exposure. Mm -hmm. You know, when I start to travel, you know, we want to definitely test each region. We're bringing, you know, a different, you know, specialty. So that we, he pushed us, you know, to go and to uh, to explore this. And uh, and but you know, is uh, we don't have so many. We have different culture, definitely in in France. Right. But you know, it's not as uh, predominant than here. You know, they don't, mm -hmm. you know, uh, uh, mix much. You know, so much than here. Right. Here, you know, they. Uh, I feel like is a an uh, osmosis, you know, of you know, sure. of culture, and uh, they, they, all together, you know, they are doing pretty well. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so, because you spent so much time traveling as a young man, when when the U.S. becomes your home, when you first come to D.C., was there any culture shock? I mean, it seems like you've experienced a lot in at this point. That, but there still must be stuff you miss from growing up in France. Yeah, it was, you know. Uh, for me, Washington D.C. Uh, those souvenirs were, uh, and I was come from Paris originally, you know, as a as a young, young guy, mm -hmm. you know, and, uh, before we moved to uh, to the Atlantic coast. Um, humidity, you know, it was something, you know, right. was you know definitely uh, it was winter, but it was you know uh, or summer, summer and winter I spent over there, you know, was uh, the humidity was something I never experienced before. Mm -hmm. uh, was uh, a lot of homeless at this point of time. Right. You know, it was uh, it was incredible. You know, the unfortunately, you know, it was sad to see. You know, but mm -hmm. uh, well, I understand the capital. You know, but still, you know, was uh, we have you know uh, quite a bit too. You know, in Paris, you know, but like right. it was you know uh, very predominant. So this is a. Uh, but you know what? And, and uh, what year is this, by the way, that you got? It was 1991. Okay. And I live, you know, in a Dupont Circle, mm -hmm. and uh, I stay, you know, uh, where I stay in Dupont Circle, it was a, a big ethnic of uh, Ethiopian. Okay. It, and so this was, uh, also we don't eat so spicy in France. Right. So when I was going to experience, <laughs> you know, those food, it was like, oh my gosh, my mouth was in fire. And, but I want to, <laughs> but I loved it, you know, and, right. and it was this kind of, a, uh, it blew my mind, quite, you know, I say, uh, and uh, the bread was totally different, mm -hmm. you know, and so on and so forth. So, so uh, it was, uh, I liked that a lot, you know. Yeah. And, uh, and from DC, you know, I went to Atlanta and uh, it was, the culture shock was for me, uh, Still asking myself question: What do I st do? I want to really to be there, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, being only big city, you know. So uh, it was some great museum, of course, in DC. Uh, Atlanta was more the Coca Cola, from whatever. Of course. It was, uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, I moved to Fort Collins, Colorado, uh -huh. and this make me stay, you know, for good here, you know, and uh, discovered, you know, the Native American culture. A good mm -hmm. friend of mine. Uh, 
take with me, take him with me to uh, different, you know, uh, holy uh, ground, you know, for Native American, and uh, we go to hiking all over, you know, the West, and this was incredible. Yeah. So, so um, I loved it. Yeah. So coming from, so how long were you in Paris before your family moved? Uh, my first. Uh, 12 years okay. of my life, you know. Wow. Is and, it, and were you like in the city or just outside no, the we city? we were just outside, mm -hmm. you know, on the really, uh, Mont Rouge is next to the next one of the Port d'Orléans, so it's just, you know, yeah. the, the closest you can be. My, uh, I mean, I'm not going to pretend to be an expert on the place at all. I've been there one time. Uh, my wife and I went last summer, summer 13. And I mean, just a, what a, what a wonderful city. And the thing that always, that uh, shocked me when I was there is I, I I didn't understand where this stereotype that a lot of Americans have, a lot of Americans have of Paris being full of rude people came from. I, I, I did not experience that at all. I could not have found you. a more friendly place. I want to say people who never travel and choose Paris for the right. first time, they might not speak a good English, you know. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I want to say, you know, um, is like anywhere else what intention you put, you know, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, what uh, your expectation expectation are going to be. Right. Going to make a big change, you know. And uh, so, but I came back to Paris after that, you know, to during the guild to um, to be introduced as a compagnon, you know. So mm -hmm. this is always, you know, being in my heart, you know, a, a big part of my life, you know. And Paris, I say, is a fantastic any time of the day of the night, you know, is uh, so much stuff to yeah. to look at and uh, to uh, uh, to enjoy, you know, walking and uh, and I say yes, you know, is a we say the city of light, you know, for many reasons. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's and and you're right about. Your mindset. If you go in, you don't even have to go to that city thinking I'm going to have a good time. As long as you go in open-minded, you know, with a Paris is Paris sort of mentality. I'm not expecting this or that. There's no way you're not going to love that place. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so let's see. Fort Collins, Colorado, is what makes you decide you're going to stay correct, in yes. the U.S. So then, what brought you all the way to Cary, North Carolina? And so I escaped, you know, a few things in between, but, you mm -hmm. know, one of the things, you know, also, uh, the person who made me come was through uh, Michel Soas, who are, uh, as we speak, still, you know, the owner and director of San Francisco Baking Institute. So uh, when Michel, you know, uh, in 90, you know, in 91, when I came, you know, sold equipment to Mark, you know, oven mm -hmm. and all that, you know, uh, and uh, Michel knows the guild and a great, you know, uh, not a guild member, but uh, one of the best teachers I ever have, you know, his name was uh, Professor Calvel. And f through Professor Calvel, you know, we were able to contact, you know, uh, through the guild and uh, me to go there. For anyway, so uh, long story short, uh, I kept contact with Michel, who mm -hmm. helped me, you know, uh, now I was helping, I was a consulting part for him when he was setting up, you know, uh, bakeries, you know, uh, and I was helping the people to be the, to do the technical. And uh, we did this for several of years. I was, uh, and uh, in 95, you know, I know he always have, you know, uh, back of his mind to educate people and to open a school. Mm -hmm. He said, look, uh, Lionel, are you ready to come to John, you know, uh, join me and to help me to open this uh, uh, this baking school and I say yes I am mm -hmm. so uh, from Fort Collins I moved to uh, San Francisco mm -hmm. and uh, we uh, and he opened the San Francisco Baking Institute and still you know uh, operating as we uh, as we speak and I stay with him for the first three years and uh, until you know he was on his feet you know I was doing a lot of consulting and uh, teaching you know, the first class you know over there and 
uh, in '98. Uh, we were doing a lot of show also, so uh, I met my future wife in Chicago mm -hmm. uh, for uh, during this baking show. She was traveling with uh, with her boss, and uh, she tests, you know, uh, a ciabatta we were making on the premise, and um, she fell in love with a teacher, <laughs> and uh, she's definitely uh, uh, the the brand the business the business person you know mm -hmm. behind la farm you know an exceptional you know uh, person you know and uh, she uh, she asked me uh, don't you want to open your own bakery and uh, so this was before or after kissing i don't remember you know <laughs> <laughs> Darn, we are on the radio right, right. to listen to this so uh, we uh, i say yes you know i think you know is another you know continuity for me you know to mm -hmm. uh, and uh, we're looking for all over the country to to set up uh, our place and uh, for different reasons you know uh, money or uh, it was you know uh, mainly money who cannot us uh, able to stay on the west coast you right. know uh, I mentioned Raleigh she's from the east coast uh, mm -hmm. originally and she said oh, I have an uncle living there so we contact him he was working for IBM at mm -hmm. this point of time and uh, so we land to his house, you know, uh, and uh, we find out about Kerry, the research triangle, you know, even though it was the s it's still the South, didn't know if the South were ready for us to right. bring, you know, this type of bread we're making. And uh, with the influx of the Yankees, I understand you call them here, you know, uh, <laughs> up north, you know, but, you know, yeah. all those international, you know, um, I mean, IBM, you know. Yeah, going, well, having someone like Glaxo with a exactly huge brings, base over in England. Exactly. brings so many people who travel, who are mm -hmm. well-traveled. And uh, so they were ready. So we were ready us to educate the rest right. of the people who didn't know what uh, a crusty flavor uh, uh, profile uh, with fermentation behind it, you know. And mm -hmm. uh, we still do. And uh, we say, okay, we are, I guess it's a, it's a time for us to be there. And uh, it's been an incredible journey. Our, our customer... Uh, anything we bring, you know, follow us and, uh, you know, are very happy with what's happening. Quite yeah. Right. So we can't thank them enough, you know, for sure. So you opened the bakery in 99. 99, yes, right? Practice. So what is Carrie like in 99? Because in the, la you know, in the 10 years that I've been here, it's exploded. The the street, you know, in front of the bakery was not open to uh, 40 or Harrison. Oh, wow. So uh -huh. we know it was coming up, you know, and uh, it was definitely uh, already developed, you know, but it changed so much, you know, every year there's right. a, a new pop-up, you know, of a um, house or something. is <laughs> incredible, you know, and, uh, and people, you know, uh, uh, and for us also a decision why we came and to find, you know, more uh, this type of life. We know we want to have, you know, getting married and to have kids, you know, and uh, uh, instead to go to a big city like uh, New York right. you know, or... Uh, or San Francisco, or so and so forth, you know, uh, not for the fame, but for sake, what it is, you know, what also we, what inspiring us to be there. So uh, this carry was a perfect, you know, um, match for us. Sure. You know, and, uh, but how it was, carry look like, you know, uh, now much more house, you know, and uh, I mean, um, malls, you know, and right, right, right. you know, uh, so we know it's growing constantly and is uh, great. Yeah. So tell me, before we uh, wrap up, let's talk a little bit about the bread and the way the community customers react to it, not only the first time, but when, when you sort of realize that you have a customer, a fan for life. Um, tell me a little bit about the, the, the initial opening and sort of some of the comments you got about 
how people were starting to realize that this was different from you know the the loaf of sourdough they would go pick up at their grocery store. So the the different when when we open was you know Miss Missy and I. Uh, and uh, we have, you know, uh, five to seven different type of bread, you know, mm -hmm. some cinnamon buns. It was, you know, uh, 2,000 square feet. And, uh, of course, it was a 24 hours or 27 hour a day, you know, uh, <laughs> venture, you know, for uh, many, many years. And um, we never also did any, uh, it was a word of mouth. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we involved, you know, uh, our families on a both sides. And what we did, you know, is uh, we use uh, Mrs. Brother to be the sandwich man, you know, at the intersection over there. Right. And uh, send them with a lot of sample. So for me, was uh, my experience was uh, we were producing more sample for people to test, you know, than to sell. Right. <laughs> and it was a little bit a culture shock, you know, yeah. uh, something, you know. Uh, but he works very well, you uh -huh. know. And uh, one a, a funny thing is one of uh, our younger brother who were sending him with. Uh, Parmesan Asiago cheese bread, mm -hmm. and uh, he was coming back always very fast with an empty basket. Mm -hmm. We figure out, you know, he was eating half to three quarter <laughs> of it before he goes <laughs> to the future customers. <laughs> so let me tell you, uh, but you know, he, so this is how we did it, you know, and uh, and uh, the word of mouth spread very fast, mm -hmm. and uh, people, you know, uh, for and we still here, you know. Uh, down. We were waiting for so many years to get, you know, a, a crispy, you know, uh, open structure, you know, open chrome, chewiness, you know, uh, mm -hmm. uh, bread, you know, something we cannot find. You yeah. Know? And uh, so they embrace this, you know, very fast. Yeah. Sure. Well, thank you so much for sitting down with me today. Merci. Thank you, Dimitri. And, uh, and good luck going forward with uh, the Beard Award and as the cookbook continues to grow and everything. I've been everywhere, man, crossing deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I've traveled and had my share, man. I've been everywhere. I've been to Louisville, Nashville. I should mention, uh, just for the sake of fairness, that Lionel not only uh, bought me lunch when we were done, but also sent me home with a bag of uh, bread and macaroons and his cookbook and uh, and all kinds of uh, all kinds of cool stuff. Lionel, uh, just a, a really great guy. And if you've never been to La Farm Bakery over in Cary, uh, but you are the type of person that enjoys Panera, you are you are doing it completely wrong. Not that there's anything wrong with Panera, but uh, well, there is. After you've had La Farm Bakery's uh, sandwiches and breads and macaroons and really just everything they make in there. I even bought to take home a stuffed baguette stuffed with chorizo and uh, gouda cheese. Um, and uh, I, the goal was to have it for lunch the next day. It did not make it until uh, that evening, unfortunately. <laughs> Alright, next week, uh, another great accent uh, as uh, Niall Hanley, the owner of the Hibernian and Solace, uh, part owner of the Dos Taquitos and Glenwood Avenue. If it's on Glenwood, uh, chances are Niall has a hand in it. He'll be our guest next week. Uh, but for now, uh, thank you so much for joining me, and uh, we'll talk to you then. <laughs> <laughs>